sharks gonna fly The beast is awake, orange, black and white Cause when the jungle come alive Who day we ignite and I Strike, Cincinnati we gon' rise and I Strike, in the jungle we unite and I Strike, dripping orange and black and white Who day when we fight, live and die in these stripes Wake up the beast, every damn day is a feast Time to bust it off the leash In the jungle dripping heat Tigers strike the city streets East side stand up, west side stand up If you weapon who Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. I know a different camera angle. My other camera decided not to work right as I'm starting the show. So you're getting a close-up view of me. So, sorry. I hope the ugliness of my face isn't too bad. But hey, welcome to the show. This show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys, if you do do me a favor, if you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,315 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. All right. Well, I had this whole thing planned where I was going to talk about Joey Votto and his MVP thing, which I'm still going to talk about. But then uh, right before the show started, the, um, let's see here, where is it at? Down here? Yes, the, no, it's on the other one. The Pro Football Hall of Fame decided to come out and snub Ken Riley and Ken Anderson again, which is complete bullcrap. Uh the senior coaching committee of the Pro Football Hall of Fame has voted Cliff Branch as senior nominee and Dick Vermeil as the coaching nominee for the class of 2022. What do we have to do to get through to you people? Ken Riley, Ken Anderson, they're supposed to be in. They're supposed to have been in already. You know when Dick Vermeil took the job over? With the Rams in 99 when he unretired. They should have been in then. That was in 1999. It's 2021. Ken Riley. Look at him. Fifth all time. Fifth still. And I've said this a million times. Everybody above him is in. And three guys below him are in. Charles Woodson just got in this year. It's ridiculous. Why is Ken Riley? What, what does Ken Riley have to do to make the Pro Football Hall of Fame? What does Ken Anderson have to do to make the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Ken Anderson held lots and lots of passing records in the 70s and 80s. He took his team to the Super Bowl. He beat Dan Fouts, who, oh, by the way, Dan Fouts is in the Super Bowl or in the Hall of Fame. But Ken Anderson's not? Come on, get out of here with that. I mean, I'm not saying anything about Dick Vermeil. Sure, Dick Vermeil deserves to be in there, but not now. Ken Riley should have been in. The man passed away. And you guys still didn't put him in. That's ridiculous. I mean, Dick Vermeil, he went to two Super Bowls. He won one, lost one. Great coach. Got no problem with him. Ken Riley retired in 1983. Ken Anderson retired in 1986. It's, that's, I'm just, um, I'm dumbfounded. Yes, Crown, I, I completely agree with you. 
the Kens got robbed again. And, and that's the I want to tell you this. If Joe Burrow, Jackpot Joey Burrow, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, you're new, you're new to the Bengals. This is what we deal with all the time. No respect. No respect at all. So that chip us Bengals fans have got on our shoulder got even bigger. So 2021 Bengals, go out there and kick some freaking ass because they don't believe in you. They don't believe in us. They don't believe in our organization. And it's bull crap. I'm trying to be classy here, but man, I'm upset. It is unfreaking believable. Yes. It's like Chris. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. I don't, I mean, Dick Vermeil cries a lot. Okay. Is Ken, does Ken Riley the second? Does he have to get up in front of everybody and cry? I mean, that's what, that's what, uh, what's his face did for the uh, Cowboys who got in? Rob, Ken Riley and Ken Anderson getting ignored once again. Canton, once again, is ridiculous. Yeah, I just, <sighs> Josh, congrats to the nominees, but absolutely crazy. Ken Riley still isn't getting the credit he deserves. I agree. Yeah, congratulations to him. Ken Anderson, too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, like I said, I don't have a problem with Dick Vermeil being in. The pro football hall of fame. I, I, the other guy, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know who he is. <laughs> it doesn't ring a bell. I'm not sure. But this was the year to get Ken Riley in. I, I mean, and and what does this mean for Willie Anderson? I mean, that man sh- deserves to be in, and and he's still viable now. This is the senior committee we're we're dealing with right now with Ken Riley and Ken Anderson. Willie Anderson, we got to get him in, or or, or <laughs> I don't know. I mean, is it, does it all matter? Because you haven't won a Super Bowl? I mean, what, what do they have to do? I, I I don't. We went to two of them. We went to five straight playoffs. We we won multiple NFC North titles. No, we haven't won a damn Super Bowl. Trust me, it pisses me off. I wish we had won one. But what the hell did Dick Vermeil do more than Ken Riley did? I don't, I just, please. I, I would love a senior committee member to c- tell him, explain to me. Why Dick Vermeil deserves to get in there before Ken Riley does? Please, just tell me. Please, give me one good reason. And if you say winning a Super Bowl, that's stupid. That's not a good reason. The Hall of Fame is an individual reward. All right, let's see here. This is the comments. You guys are blowing it up. Uh, Tommy, screw the committee. Even though either they don't understand football or they're just using the buddy system. I. I don't know, dude. I, I really, um, I'm at a loss. I mean, I feel bad for Bengal Jim. I was talking to him. I was texting him earlier when this all happened. And he's he's just sick. I'm sick. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what us Bengals fans have to do. I mean, keep, I told Ken Riley the second. I said, we're going to keep chopping wood. We're going to get his dad in. We're going to get Ken Riley in. We're going to get Ken Anderson. We're going, we're, they're not, we're not going to stop. Profile Football Hall, you, you haven't heard the end of Who Day Nation or Bengals Nation on Twitter. Speaking of that, tonight, Jimmy's going to have a couple guys on his show. Jeff Hobson and I think Ken Riley, the second, is going to be on the show tonight. Hopefully, we're hoping Ken Riley was going to be, you know, celebrating his dad getting in. But join him tonight. He's got a, an extra long show. He's got, uh, he's on at 8 o'clock. I think it's 8 to 10. All right, let's see here. Buddha, Bud, Bud in Virginia, what's up? I wish they would come out and say why our guys aren't getting in. I, I would love it too because their numbers are there. 
their their number Ken Rally's numbers are still there. Ken Anderson's they've gotten passed by a little bit because I mean it's such a passing league now. I mean, shoot, if Ken Anderson, if they had the rules they had now when Ken Anderson played, shoot, he'd be up there with Drew Brees and and all these other guys, you know, and and and, and uh, Peyton Manning. I mean, that's how good Ken Anderson was. Uh, let's see here. Hold on. You got, I'm trying to get to the comments here in order. Uh, Chris, did they just ignore the Hall of Fame rally and all the other facts? I, obviously, they did. I mean, the Hall of Fame rally, they know about it. I mean, trust me, they've been <laughs> we've been bombarding them on Twitter for about two years now. So they know. And if you guys follow me on Twitter, if you saw the uh, the tweets I, I I retweeted and the comments I had and other Bengals fans comment, yeah, trust me, they know. Crown Crowns, I bet Jim is pissed. Uh, he just told me he's sick. He just, I, I he's he's extremely sick. I, I just, I it's it's just hard, man. I don't I don't know what we're I don't know what they're supposed to do. Like Ken Riley should have got in twenty years ago. Ken Anderson should have got in 20 years ago. It shouldn't even went to the senior committee. John Wick. The committee has old dudes who have previously trashed the Bengals organization. They need to they need to remove these old dudes and get some new blood in the committee. Well, you would think the old guys would actually know how good Ken Anderson and Ken Riley were. You would think. You know, but maybe they don't. Tommy says, I guess fifth all-time interception isn't good enough. These guys are a joke. And I mean, it's not even that. I mean, let's look. Let me, hold on. I got more stuff. The same stuff I've been popping up here for the last year. Where's it at? Ken Riley's, uh, hold on. Here it is. 15 seasons, 201 games started. 201 games Started 65 interceptions, 1983 first team all pro. And the thing, one thing they say is he was never a pro bowler, but he had a pretty good cornerback next to him that was a pro bowler all the time. Again, Bengals getting snubbed for pro bowls and stuff like that. I'm completely irritated. I, I just, as like I said, I think the Bengals, young Bengals, you guys. This is what I'm unfortunately I'm sorry. You got the stripes. We got the stripes in our veins. Just like Giff Vader says in the show intro there. Which by the way, if you guys have not checked out Give Vader and Black Light Productions on YouTube, check them out. Go give that song a ton of views and hopefully we'll try to get that played in the stadium, I hope. But we got orange and black stripes in our veins. This is what it's like being a Bengals fan sometimes. It but it's going to change. And that's what I'm saying. Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, all you guys, use this as fuel to prove everybody wrong. John Wick, an all pro is way better accolade than a pro bowler, LOL. Pro bowler is a popular. I, I could not have said that any better, John. I completely agree with that statement. It is. You know, I just, like, I, we'll, we'll just keep, like, like I told Ken Riley, say, we'll just keep chopping wood. We'll keep it going. We're not going to stop. 
this movement, and it is a movement. We're starting here. Bengals Twitter, Houday Nation, Bengals Nation. It's a move. It's a movement. We want our guys respected. That need that we're not asking for everybody. We're asking for two of the greatest players in our organization to be in the Hall of Fame, and our second best tackle, offensive lineman ever. Which I'm sorry, Willie, you're second, and Willie will even admit that. Anthony Munoz is number one. We want Willie in the Hall of Fame. He should he should already been in there. He should be in there now. Hopefully he'll get in. We'll find we gotta wait till like what Super Bowl to see if he gets in. But let's let's start right now getting the word out for Willie Anderson. Blow the Pro Football Hall of Fame up with Twitter. Nice. Be nice about it. You know, we don't want to be upset little children about it, which I am upset. But we gotta be classy about this. But we need to try to get Willie in. That's the next thing. We gotta get we gotta get Willie in. Crip, the captain was right yesterday. Only us Bengals fans care about this team, not the media or the Hall of Fame. Yep. Well, that's where we have to go and we have to take respect. Speaking of the cap, I hey uh, I had to bring him in. What's up, Cap? Hey, what's going on? Well, I've been better. I'm a little I'm a little irritated right now. I don't know about you, but this is uh kind of disappointing, but like you said on Twitter, we have to keep moving forward. And I think right now we start blasting Twitter. We're trying to get Willie Anderson in the Hall of Fame. That has to happen. Your thoughts. Yeah. You know what? We, we've got the perfect opportunity to show the power of, of Bengals fans. You know, you, you already talked about it. Uh, Bengal Jim did a great job organizing that in Canton. You know, had a lot of fans up there. But we are we are millions strong. We are we can exponentially uh, use our voices for for Willie, for Ken, uh, both Kens, for you know how many other players that we have that that are deserving. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just getting started. You know, you you nailed it. You you're basically talking about a movement, yep. a, a faceless movement, because it is every single one of us. It is. It just fed up. I'm sick, dude. I, I'm absolutely sick. I'm, I'm being. I, I'm, trust me. I was a lot more upset and louder <laughs> when I wasn't on the air. So I'm. I'm, I'm a little more. I'm calmer. There's a lot of stuff I, I shouldn't say that I want to say, but I'm not going to because I'll be honest. I mean, I, I I swear like a sailor. You know, anybody <laughs> that catches me at games at the right moment you, yep. knows that. Yep. And, and I have a hard time, like. You know, your, your, your viewers, your listeners, what do we do? You know, part of me wants to just carpet bomb every F word and letters and emails and, and everything I can is completely immature and unprofessional. And I almost apologize for even suggesting it. But the other part is, you know, I, I've had private conversations around the voting process, around the voters. Um Unfortunately, some of the things that I've learned, I, I didn't have a whole lot of confidence in, in this round. And un- unfortunately, that, that came to be. But when you, when you look at the comments, um, I, I retweeted uh, uh, a gentleman on Twitter who, who reminded everybody of some of the comments, some of the views that these people, the, the, the voters think of Cincinnati mm-hmm. and the Bengals. You know, that is a, a mountain to climb 
first of all, I don't know if they should be voting with opinions about the teams that they're voting on, if they should, should be voting should be, at all. It should be on facts. I mean, <laughs> he retired. Yeah. Let's just, like I said, let's just go. I'll bring this back up here if I can find it. Let's just go to Ken Riley. I mean, he retired in 1983. Look at him. He's still fifth. I mean, Charles Woodson, Ed Reed, Lonnie Lott, all of them. Well, Ryan Lott was playing in 83. But Charles Woodson and Ed Reed both played after her. Ken Riley was done playing. Hell, they might have been born after he was he was done playing. And they're in. Seriously? The, you know what? The, the only good uh, rebuttal on that that I have ever heard is that the idea that the reason why uh, he had so many interceptions was because teams wouldn't throw near Lamar Parrish at all. Right, yeah. If he was that much better than 65 interceptions – then he should have already been in the hall. Mm-hmm. So that, that 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 proves our point. You know, uh, I, I get it. It's it's hard to think that there is a Cincinnati bias that that people actively don't like our team, except for the fact that you get voters making disparaging comments, absolutely about our team. The proof mm-hmm. is out there. They've been quoted. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I I would I would beg. I would beg the voters. I mean, you, we can't have gatekeeping in the community. You know, we, we all own this. We've all got to step up. Sam, breaking out the Cincy jungle days. Hey, I got to get, I got to log back in. Uh, I miss, (laughs) I miss you all too. Um, But you know, we, we, we've got to be all in. Yeah. I've got to do more. I I started the website, uh, put, put the Ken's and Canton. I think I I Mm -hmm. tweeted it was a project that died. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I feel guilty about that. I mean, not that my one little project was was going to mean anything, but I had the website, you know, no, my face, it wasn't anywhere. And, and you know, I wanted it just to be community um, right. posting videos. But I mean, Twitter's basically already that. So yeah. if we're using hashtags and we're posting videos and highlights and we're getting the word out, I'm thinking that th- it might not be enough. But if we are engaging other fans, you know, I, I tweeted that if we're engaging other fans, if we're maybe trying to engage voters, uh, national media, like help us out. I sent when we all sent a package, and I guess I should tell the story eventually. Uh, but I, I had had the idea to uh, send good morning football uh, uh, package from from some Bengals fans. So, you know, it got together, just randomly happened with uh, Zim, Yaz, uh, Bengalorian, Whitney. Um, we, we got some fun stuff together and I included, uh, Ken Anderson card and, uh, Ken Riley and be like, Hey, help us out. Right. We, we need to talk about some of these guys. We need some na- national shows to get behind us. E- exactly. Um, so it's like, okay, if I, if I can't F bomb everything <laughs> and, 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 and piss these guys off who, right. You've got to think they've been they've all been voters for how long? I <laughs> Too long. I'm sorry if if anybody's listening, you you voters you you got to wonder you've got to empathize with us. We're gonna question if is this a power trip? Like you you control the fate well, of our favorite players who are absolutely deserving to be in the Hall of Fame. We're we're at your mercy. 
You I mean, win. My, my thing is why? Well, why do they have this bias against the Bengals? Against it? what did the Bengals do to these guys? You know, I mean, I, I don't, I don't understand. I, that's why, I like, give me some kind of. I'm not. Get, I have nothing against the guys they put in. That's fine. Dick Vermeil, I think, yeah. deserves to be in. I, I, but my point is, I think Ken Riley and Ken Anderson should have been in when Dick yep. Vermeil took the took the Rams job, the St. Louis Rams job back at what 98, 99. Yep. They should have been in then. That was 20 years ago. And yep. now this guy comes out of retirement. Granted, wins the Super Bowl, you know, and has has a good run with with, with the with St. Louis and another good run with Kansas City, and then retires again. And he gets in before Ken, either one of the Kens did. It's just Huh? It just doesn't make sense, dude. I mean, do we have to? Well, who? I, and the guy I was talking about the wide receiver for the Cowboys who got in this year, and he went in front of the uh, draft last year and was crying. I cannot remember his name right now. That's the one I was talking about. But he got he got in. Like, do we have to do that? Do we have to go in front in front of everybody? I mean, does Ken Anderson and Ken Rowe, which they're not going to do this, do they have to go and beg? I mean, what what do, what do they have to do? See, I, I'm willing to beg. I, I know they won't. <laughs> I know they won't, and that's why I love them. <laughs> yes, but I'll beg. That's it. If if if, if they want uh, uh, crown applicant Drew Pearson, yep, yep. Um, if if they want me to shine their shoes, if they want me to wash their cars, <laughs> a, a voters, I am for hire. If you want me to dress up in the outfit while I'm doing it, I'll do it. You know, any any one of us fans would do anything for for these guys. I mean, how many how many fan bases how many teams do you get to interact with with legends you know and and um fortunately we we have ken's son to to interact with and and he's always a joy to talk to and yeah. ken anderson i mean the the man doesn't even have a blue check on twitter yet <laughs> what there are people with 500 followers and blue checks and and ken anderson right super bowl ken anderson you know two-time Passing leader Ken Anderson uh -huh. mm -hmm. beat Dan I, Fouts I, I, in the I, I, freezer bowl. Ken Anderson, yeah. <laughs> there we got, uh, a, got a comment here from uh Jack. He says, No Bengal Hall of Famers is the punish for, for punishment for making people sit through the terrible 90s. Now, I have a, I, now I have something to go against that. The Buccaneers have at least two or three uh in, in there, and yes, I know they won two, two Super Bowls, but the 70s, 80s. Oh, especially the '80s, they were god awful. Yep. So that, that I don't—that's the reason. That's stupid. And I don't—I don't, I don't think I don't think personally that's the reason. But you know, in, I've heard you know the the Brown family and not having the ring, uh, Ring of Honor, and all these. You know what? But but if I'm a voter, I'm throwing all that out the window. I don't care mm -hmm. about personal relationships with with people associated with a team. I don't care about the the, the team's decor or whatever ring they have or. I am looking at the particular player. Well, that's I'm, what I'm, that's what the Hall of Fame is. It's exactly. not a team thing. It's an individual award, and that's where I'm like, they, they keep holding the, the Super Bowls against our players. It's just flat wrong. That is, if you win a Super Bowl or not, there's guys that are in there that did not win a Super Bowl. I mean, Anthony Munoz is in there, didn't win a Super Bowl. Granted, he's the greatest, I think, offensive lineman ever, but. It still doesn't mean that that Ken Riley and Ken Anderson shouldn't be in because they didn't win a Super. They went to one. It's just that that has that should have nothing to do with getting into the Hall of Fame. It's an individual thing. It's just like in baseball. They don't they don't uh, vote guys in because they they uh, won you know five World Series or whatever. I mean, there's guys that get in all the time. They haven't won anything, but they're because they're because baseball. I think 
really looks at their numbers way more than football does. You know, football looks at the team you were on. And, and, and if it was like a team of the decade, and if it was you won Super Bowls and you had a whole bunch of commercials and you're popular and blah, 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 blah. Baseball doesn't do that. Baseball is pure numbers, you know? That's And when it comes to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, that's what it should be based on is your numbers you did as an individual player in the time you played. You know, I, I heard, though, that uh, some of the voters, not necessarily saying the senior, but but some of the voters uh, were possibly complaining that they're they're letting too many people in the Hall of Fame. And I, I think that's wrong. I don't think there's enough. I don't no. think there needs to be a size limit. Like It's a Hall of Fame. Yeah, Bill <laughs> Moore. They've got plenty of uh, uh, acreage to, to add on to the building. Yeah. You know, build us our own wing for crying out loud. Put us separate. I don't care. You know, just right. let us see that memorabilia and those stories and that film. You know, it, it's hard for me. It, it's been two years since I've been up there. I, I normally, for three years in a row, I went uh, with uh, Pro Football Ultimate Fan Association. Great organization of crazy fans and uh, a lot of great charity work. Great people. And uh, I, I skipped it this year. You know, last year I said I wouldn't go uh, back and I, I, I skipped it this year. And, you know, it, it, it stinks. Mm-hmm. But even when I went, there were, there were no stories for me. I don't feel like it's, it's for every team. I've said it before. You know, it, it's, it's a ring of honor for a smaller subset of the teams in the NFL. I mean, there Josh- are so many other teams that are so underrepresented Mm-hmm. That us fans, we don't get anything out of it. Why am I? Why am I buying a ticket to watch everybody else's players get honored? And I know I've got guys deserving. I, right. I just I don't get it. I'm angry. I'm upset. Like I want to. I want to yell at them. I want to beg. I want. It's just all over the board. Yeah, I, I'm with you, man. But it's it just Josh made a good point here. He said Megatron was the first ballot Hall of Famer with a short career and played for the Lions. Yeah, so, so he gets in. Ken Riley played for 15 years, fifth all time on the interception list, and he can't get in. And I, I got no problem with Megatron getting in. I think he deserved to get in. But I mean, oh yeah, that's you just know. that's just my point. Is like Josh made it right there. It's perfect. I'm like, okay, he got in. He didn't win a Super Bowl, and he's with the Lions. And I'm sorry, but the Lions have never, ever went to a Super Bowl. Never. And they got they got more guys in there than we do. I think. We got one. <laughs> one. Absolute robbery. And and now I almost feel like they're doing it despite us. They hear yeah. us. You know they hear oh, us. Oh, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they've even told, told Jim that they, that they they they've heard us. I mean, you know, so I, I know they have. It's just I, it, it, this one hurts more than than last year. I mean, it hurt when Ken Riley passed away and he didn't get it. I thought he might get in that year, which was two years ago. I really thought he was going to get in this year just because of the push we have. And, and, and I know the, the committee was hearing us and talking to, to, to Bengals fans. And, and it's, I just cannot believe <laughs> that he didn't get in again. And I, I'm, I just, I got nothing against Dick for I know he's coaching or the other guy, which I'm sorry, the other guy, I don't even know who he is. <laughs> That's I, the I, point. I, yeah. yeah I, I don't know who he is. He might. Those fans are ecstatic right now. The rest of the NFL is probably thinking who, but yet yeah, who? if you want to look up record books, mm-hmm. everybody knows who Ken Riley is, and everyone knows who Ken Anderson is. 
They're in the record books. Yep. <laughs> you can look it up. It's not that hard. Uh, all right, man. I think I'm going to talk to Reds now. I'm, I'm depressed, but I thank you for jumping on real quick and uh, hashing us out. And uh, yeah. I'll see you Sunday, brother. All right, brother. Who day? Who day? All right, guys. Let's get to the red stuff that I had. I can't talk about it. I'm just going to keep getting irritated. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let me get to switch that to there. All right. Now let's get to the thing I said at the beginning. Actually, I said on my live hit that I was going to talk about, which was, is Joey Votto in contention for the Hall, for the Hall of Fame? He is contention for the Hall of Fame. That's another guy that should be in the Hall of Fame. I don't know if he's going to be a first ballot, but he should definitely be in the Hall of Fame. Well, let's get to the Reds here right now. We'll talk about Joey Votto. Uh, but right now, the Reds. Started three game series versus the Boozers tonight. First pitch is at 8 10. It's three game series. If for some reason, not for some reason, if the Reds can do what they did last time in Milwaukee, they won three games, three out of four. If they won three games this time in Milwaukee, we'll only be four and a half games out of first place. And we're already in the second wild card position. So I have a whole bunch of stats and everything. For Joey Votto and what a renaissance year he is having this year. And does he deserve a chance at the Hall of Fame? Or I keep saying Hall of Fame. I, I get a Hall of Fame with the, with the Bengals. Does he deserve a chance for the MVP? Now, in 2021, this is his stats for 2020. Let me get it right here. There you go. This is this year's stats. 2021, 96 games. 280, 17th in the NL, on-base percentage is 377, 28 home runs, tied for second, 81 RBIs, eight turns, 38 in September. Now, how did this happen? Because, like, you know, a couple years ago, I was like, oh, Joey Votto's washed up. And, I mean, I was kind of thinking, you know, he might not be as good as he was. But let's look at his his splits. This is since uh, – 20 to my graphics in a way, but since uh, 2017. Yeah, 2017, 2018, 2019. OBS 457, 417, 357. I mean, it's all. Let's average Joey Votto stuff. Now, what did he do to change it? This. He's a batting stance. He decided he wants to try to drive the ball with a more of an upright swing. He's also swinging at balls that he wouldn't used to swing at. Now, this is what he's done since then. Before August 29th of 2020 and since August 29th of 2020. This is when he got sat down. Look at this. Look at the fly ball rate, 35.5%. He's pulling the ball, 40%. Hitting it harder, 51.9%. He's barreling it up 17.9% more. He's striking out more. His base and balls went down, but I think we all can agree we like what he's done. Now, where am I at here? I got all this stuff. I had all this stuff planned out here. It's working out good so far. <laughs> Now, this is why, right here, 
Yes, this is why I think Joey Votto should be considered for the MVP. This is just since the All-Star break. Now, I did all this, started doing this when Nick Cassianos was on the Sable list. 17 home runs, which is first. On-base percentage, 426, which is fifth. Slugging percentage is 766, which is first. WRC, which I don't even know what that is, is 199, he's second. And his war is 2.3, which is third. But I'm looking at the 17 home runs and the on-base percentage and the slugging percentage. Those are the three I really like. 17 home runs for a 38-year-old guy who changed his batting swing and his stance, and he's still getting on base at a 426 clip. That's awesome. Let's look at his on-base percentage of all time, leaders of all time. He's got seven. He's still probably got at least, he's got, I think, two more years on this contract. I mean, who knows? He'd get up even higher. I mean, the way he's playing right now, if he keeps going, he can play until he's in his 40s. That's, those are all Hall of Famers right there. Oh, except for Barry Bonds, but Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. I check this one out. Now, this is since he made his debut in 2007. It's OBP. 417. You got Bonds, Mantle, Thomas, Hall of Famers. Trout, Kobe Hall of Famer. Martinez, and Envato. It is unbelievable what a year he is having. I'm very excited with what Joey Votto has done. I think he's should be in the running for the MVP. And I know it'd be weird because I know it's just for basically a half a season. But it's a half a season that has he has carried the Reds. I mean, since he came, he had, he was injured the first half. All star break. You know, we had Jesse Winker, Nick Cassianos. Winker kind of got off to a slow start in the second half. Now he's injured. Cassianos got hurt. He's starting to come back. The one consistent guy has been Joseph, the legend, Joseph Daniel Votto. This is career comparison to Edgar Martinez. On base percentage, 417. Edgar's 418. Slugging percentage, 520. Outslugs him. Home runs. He's out homered him. Like I said, I'm going back and forth between career stats and this year's stats. But the best one for the argument for MVP for 2021 is this. In 2021, 96 games so far, 280 batting average, 377 on-base percentage, 28 home runs, and 81 RBIs. That's awesome. And that's that. Anybody, some guys would take that for a whole season. We're talking about a half a season. We're talking about since the All Star break. It's it's very very. I don't know if he's. I'll put this. Way, I don't know if he's going to make it or not. But he's at least deserves to be in the conversation. I mean, I, I know first half we were all saying at least I was saying Jesse Winker and Nick Castellanos, but they've kind of trailed off a little bit. But the thing is, everybody remembers the end of the season, you know, and the playoff push. And the playoff push right now is led by Joseph Daniel Votto and his new E, E, E celebration, (laughs) which I think is 
really cool. And I just it's just cool watching Vado come out of his shell this year and what he has done, you know. Titus, what's up? I can't wait to see the Reds play in the Field of Dreams next year. Yes, that'll be very cool to, to watch them play. It'll be them and the Cubs. That'll be a lot of fun. I would love to go to that game, but it's really, really expensive and really far away <laughs> and really hard to get to where it's at. But, yes. So how are Reds feel, fans feeling right now? I mean, we're a game up in the second wild card. We have a chance, starting tonight here at 810, to knock about three games off against the Boozers. If we can do that, which they've done it before, you know, well, they won three out of four last time, they'd be only four and a half games out of first place. It could get really interesting really quick. So we'll see what happens. I'm very excited. 8 o'clock, 810 tonight is the Reds game. And just let's kind of tidy up the whole Ken Riley. Ken Riley, Ken Anderson thing. Yes, Chris. Hope's alive with Reds fans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I have some kind of hope because I'm kind of devastated that Ken Anderson and Ken Riley didn't get in. But let's not give up. We got to try to get them in. And try to get Willie Anderson in. Willie, hopefully, will be perfect. Bengals are in the Super Bowl this year, and Willie Anderson gets nominated for the Hall of Fame, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Tim, he said, I think they will get it done this year, meaning the Reds. Now, Tim, I'll, I'll get I'll give you credit, man. You you told me a while ago you, you thought you thought the Reds and the Bengals were going to go to the playoffs. And at the excuse me, at the time, I was kind of wavering a little bit because I mean I, I am a huge Reds fan, and I'm a huge Bengals fan. But the bullpen just scared me so much, right? I just don't know what they're going to do. And what scares me right now is if they make the playoffs, right now, we're in a one-game playoff versus the Dodgers, and probably Max Serger is going to be your game one starter. This offense can hit anybody. You know, I, I, I have no doubt of that. But it's one game, and you never know what's going to happen. Crown says the bullpen scares him. It doesn't scare me as much as it used to, but it's yes, it's still it still does scare me, Crown, because it just it just PSTD or whatever you call from the whole season of watching these guys come in and walk people and give up six run leads and everything. Not the three guys we got since then. Our bullpen's pretty good, been pretty good along with Michael Lorenzen, and we're getting TJ Anton back this week, so that's another bullet that um. David Bell has down there. Titus, I just hope we don't get swept like we did last year. I, I'll point to you this way. I think the Brewers, they got a sixty or no, was it nine game lead? Whatever game lead, I, I can't remember right now. I'm not saying they're in cruise mode, but they they're going to the playoffs. So hopefully the Reds can take advantage of that of them not maybe not be as intense or as in tune with the game right now, you know, because Reds are still fighting for the playoff lives. Brewers, Boozers are, are most likely going to the playoffs. Tim, I think 2023 will be the year Ken Anderson and Ken Riley will be going to Canton. Don't worry. Jeff Willie gets in 
inducted this year, inducted next year. <laughs> I hope so, man. I Well, put it this way, Ken Anderson and Ken Riley can't go in at the same time. You can only take one. You know, they, they have one, one senior player and one coach. So we'll see what happens. Titus, did we go to the playoffs last year and, and we got swept? I hope that's not going to happen this year to us. I don't know if this is – if it gets the Indians. I forgot who we played last year. We played the Braves last year and got swept. We went 22 innings. 22 innings and did that score a single run. Now, as of right now, Titus, and everybody else is watching, if the playoffs in today, it's a one-game playoff. That's it, and I hate that. You know, I, I wish it at least to be a three-game series, you know, or something. But it's a one-game playoff. That's all you get right now. That's why if we can sweep the Boozers and get within four and a half, I mean, one, it's going to happen. It's going to help both ways. Hopefully, you gain some gains on the Padres and maybe gain some gains on the Dodgers to get that first wild card. But the bigger thing is gain some games on the Boozers and put some pressure on them, you know, because – Let's face facts. Before when this team was really rolling, which I mean it's rolling right now, but right before the All Star break, when it was really rolling, and we went in there and kicked the boozers' ass, they couldn't beat us. They can't. They can't out hit us. They might be able to out pitch us though. But with the additions that we did with the bullpen, it's it's better. So we will see what happens. But I like to thank everybody who joined joined me tonight. I like to thank Captain for coming on and um, like I said, kind of a disappointing day with um, Ken Anderson, Ken Riley not getting in, but it happens. So let me get to the groups that let me live stream. And I appreciate every single one of you guys. I got who day nation Bengals nation, Bengals who day nation since I Bengals the jungle since I reds riding third, heading for home. Bearcat country, Ohio State, but nuts, the ice bar. And then you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under sports with strawberry ice. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. The Twitter handle is Jeff A. Trunapole. I'm at, I'm on TikTok at Iceman90. I'll be pulling a sound off later on tonight and putting it up on the podcast. So if you missed anything that me and Bengals captain were talking about with Ken Riley and Ken Anderson, you can go back and listen to it on the podcast, or you can rewind the show and listen to it there. YouTubers, I said I'm at 1,315 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. And as always, remember one thing and one thing only. And that is you don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. Who day? Bengals Nation. Who day Nation. Bengals fans. Bengals country. Keep chopping wood. Keep after them on Twitter. Keep after them on social media. Be nice. But keep getting Ken Anderson, Ken Riley, and Willie Anderson out there. I lost connection with my mouse. That's not good. All right, there you go. <laughs> and we will get them in. And one day, all us Bengals fans will be up there celebrating like crazy. And other than that, that's just sports, baby. See ya!
The show's about to start. Are you ready? 